0: Hello, praise God. I bring you greetings from the Lord Jesus. I want to know if you can hear me. If you can hear me, let me let me see. Let me see that. If you can hear me, respond with glory. Respond with glory. And let's invite other friends and other people to join the fee, glory to jesus wow wow i think we are good to go we are good to go and glory to jesus i want to see you share the link right now wherever you are share the link share the link let's 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 share the link let's invite other people to join us this evening as we embark on this journey of faith and as we continue our teaching, share the link, call a friend, remind a friend of it. Glory to Jesus. We thank God so much. Tonight, I want to start right away uh, while the other people join us. We want to take a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this evening. Thank you for your grace that is available unto us Tonight, we declare that your word will be taught with clarity. And we declare that there is no confusion in this atmosphere. We declare that by the end of the day, faith will be made available for your power to move in lives, to restore, to heal, to refresh men. Nobody who comes at the sound of my voice will live here the same in the name of jesus have we prayed and we receive answers amen amen let me see your amen since this is going to be an interactive session i want to uh, see you respond even as we continue praise god matthew 28 Verse 18 to 20. <laughs> Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Can someone paste it there? Matthew 28. So, Matthew 28 is like our pledge, right? And the national pledge that we would recite every day. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Quickly, quickly, quickly. So, I read. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Verse 20. Teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So last week we started a series that we titled when is the miraculous and it's a teaching that we'll be doing around the subject of faith and it's a a teaching actually themed uh, to teach uh, the subject of faith and we will continue this week we will continue this week and then the subsequent weeks that would follow. Praise God. So last week we started by saying a lot of things we want to continue directly from where we ended last week. Matthew 28, 18, has Jesus give instructions to his apostles? And if you pay attention to Bible theology, you realize that there is apostles are the first recipient of this instruction so Matthew 28 18 was not given directly to you and I but the apostles are the first recipients of that but in that instruction is a mandate to pass it on so therefore we can say that this was given to me even though not directly because in that instruction is The command, the charge to make disciples of all nations, and we said that uh, the word "make disciples" in the Greek is matitio from the Greek word matitis. I spelled it as M-A-T-H-E-T-E-O-U matitio from a Greek word matitis. Matitis means a pupil. Uh, In 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 this twenty-first century, we say an intern, a medical intern somebody going for attachments. So, you know, you'll see the intern always following his or her master. And you are going to see the master in the intern. So, the mark of a pupil, the mark of a disciple is that at the end of the day, we are going to see the disciple manifesting every quality that we can see in the um, teacher or the discipler and that is what we 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 shared and i was led strongly to say last week that the concept of um individuals yearning to grow alone to live alone to live the christian work alone is actually foreign to scripture foreign in the sense that nobody got saved alone you know you believe the gospel alone and we have a popular saying that i i receive jesus as my lord and personal savior. even though it is true it is also wrong it is wrong because even though um, the work of salvation is applied to an individual god's agenda is not just a man god's agenda is to see the whole world to reach the whole world to reach nations he's going to reach nations through men but essentially god is interested in nations that is why he the mandate in genesis 126 is to be fruitful to multiply and to fill the earth so the mandate is to fill the earth and not just for one person to enjoy so i said that at salvation a man is born and birthed into a community it is in that community that the man grows so you don't get saved alone you get saved into a community i think we we, we established that fact um, very well we looked at a relationship between paul and timothy and i told you that it was a relationship that you know was so strong paul used strong words. look at philemon the book of philemon the book of philemon is an interesting interesting book that Uh, every believer should pay attention to Philemon chapter 1. Let's look at Philemon chapter 1 and let's look at uh, an interesting discussion over there. So Philemon is after Titus. Philemon is in the New Testament. Praise God. (laughs) Philemon is in the New Testament. So Paul was at that time in prison, wrote this letter to Philemon together with Timothy. Uh, He calls Timothy a brother. And, you know, uh, verse 4 says, to Philemon 4 says, I thank my God, making mention of you always in my prayers, hearing of your love and faith which you have toward the Lord Jesus and toward all the saints. So, you see, Paul is writing to Philemon a personal letter but he makes an uh, allusion to the saints. It means that we are going to find Philemon in an assembly. So Paul cannot write a letter to Philemon without making reference to the assembly. You see, so he commends his love towards the saints, that the sharing of your faith may become effective by the acknowledging of every good work which is in you, which is in Christ Jesus. For we have great joy and consolation in your love because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed by you, brother. So if you are going to see a brother, a christian who is growing spiritually you will see him in a community you will see him in the midst of other people you will not see him alone nobody grows alone hallelujah the gifts of the spirit that we minister are ministered in a community you can't be in your room so actually nobody is a prophet until there is a community in view nobody is called a prophet a prophet to whom to which people you are not a prophet until you are in a local assembly the gifts of the spirit are manifested in a local assembly i think that i i may get the opportunity to hammer on this very well but i feel uh, this is a time god is calling us into communities and then calling us to live you know that individual idea, and and and, I, and I, I believe and trust God that in the years to come, our, our theology would shift, so we would not yeah, explain the themes of salvation around personalities and individuals, but we will see it as a community. Glory to Jesus! I want to show you something in philemon eight. Look at Paul. Therefore though i might be very bold in christ to command you what is fitting so this is paul who is a spiritual leader a discipler for that matter writing to philemon a son and he's telling him that i might be very bold in christ i i might be very bold in christ to command you what is fitting. It means that in that discipleship relationship between the teacher and the pupil there is the ability to command what is fitting so the, the, the student doesn't get to choose what I should be taught, what I shouldn't be taught, what I should do, what I shouldn't be doing. So there is a boldness to what can be commanded. Paul is saying, I can command you what is fitting. Yet for love's sake, it means that if Paul chooses to command Philemon to do it, he's not wrong. Hallelujah. We can't say Paul is manipulative. No, Paul it has the duty to do that. He's not wrong yet for love's sake he wants to appeal he says i want to appeal rather to you being as a one as paul the aged, and now also a prisoner of christ so paul is saying i'm using an appeal of love because it's me so it means that other people can actually command you what is fitting (laughs) that's what paul is trying to say people can command you what is fitting and they are right but because it's me i want to appeal to you and look at verse 10 it says that i appeal to you for my son onesimus now a background of this is that Onesimus was at a point a worker for Philemon, let's say a slave. And Onesimus misbehaved and was uh, sacked or probably left Philemon, you know. And while he left, he met Paul. Paul preached the gospel to him. So we can say that Paul gave birth to him spiritually, birthed him spiritually by preaching of the gospel and then saw him grow saw fruits of repentance in his life and is now sending paul is now sending this one one time you know radical prodigal servant back to his master who happens to be paul's son in the lord and says that receive him because just as you are my son he's also my son that's what paul is saying look at verse 17. he said that if you count me as a partner receive him as you would me this is so you know, strong. Paul is saying, if you see me as a partner, as your father, then I command you to receive him, you know. And Paul goes to the verse University to say that if he has wronged you in the past, put it to my account. Wow. Strong word. So again, uh, it emphasizes that that relationship can never be taken for granted. It can never... The moment a man wants to be alone, to be on his own, he is most likely to commit sin. Take that for me. When Judas Iscariot decided to be on his own, he betrayed the master, Jesus. The Lord have mercy on us. Amen. So let's continue uh, along what we, 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 we learned, uh last week. So last week I said that, you know, the bible is a faith material second timothy chapter 3 verse 16 i said the bible is a faith material second timothy 3 verse um let's read from 14 but you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of so again you see you see it's coming strongly here coming strongly here Paul writing to timothy at this time timothy was not a young man i mean a young a young minister i seen somebody who is a novice this man at this time is a bishop and he has other men under his charge but paul writes to him and says that continue in the things you have learned from me it means that this relationship doesn't end at any point that you continue whatever you learn from me. continue being assured of and knowing from whom you have learned them. Verse 15, and that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures. I want you to pay attention here. The holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Pay attention to 15, that from childhood, from childhood, the the, the word childhood in the Greek is brephos. And uh, Paul was making reference to Timothy's spiritual development because Paul met Timothy when Timothy was already you know uh, let's say a teenager so breakfast is used for an infant a breastfeeding infant so paul is saying that from the moment i preached the gospel to you and you were born again and you started growing you have known known as idol in the greek e-i-d-o it is a form of knowledge that comes by paying due diligence it's not something that you wake up and then it happens so, it is a process. When we, when we use idol, we can actually trace the process. A process that started from a place, somebody doing something over and over again. And at the end of everything, culminatively, we say that he has known. Known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Now, pay attention. Holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise, salva- wise, wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Now, the phrase which are able to make you wise for salvation um, through faith. Wise for salvation. So the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation, we can say is an adjectival phrase. An adjectival phrase. It means that it is qualifying. it is qualifying the Holy Scriptures adjectival phrase qualifying the holy scriptures so you when you take it out you realize that the statement should read and that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures through faith which is in christ jesus so the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation is what is qualifying the holy scriptures paul is trying to say that the essence of the holy scriptures is the subject of salvation but for a man to know the holy scriptures he will have to know the holy scriptures through faith so i want you to take away for the purpose of this study take away which are able to make you wise for salvation so that it will read from a child you have known the holy scriptures through faith which is in christ jesus so i said that the scriptures are uh, an account of faith genesis to revelation is a written account of faith i said the last time that the bible is a faith material meant to be believed until a man has believed it he can't And should not be found practicing it. You have to believe before you practice it. So that 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 should be clear in our understanding. The Bible is a faith material. The scriptures should be known in faith. The scriptures should be known in faith. Any attempt to know the scriptures outside faith, which essentially is faith in Christ, is a wrong usage of the bible i remember i, I was having a discussion with a dear uh, friend and colleague of mine and then um, you know a subject matter came up she was trying to say that uh, you know we can use the bible to teach certain business principles i said you are right then i told her that you know we can also use the bible to kill human beings then she looked at me you know how at what i said i said If you can use the Bible to teach business principles, in the same way, of course, there are business principles in the Bible. Uh, There are war strategies in the Bible. (laughs) There are, you know, wickedness of men in the Bible, men killing men in the Bible. So I told her that if you can use the Bible to teach business principles, which of course is is found in the Bible, then in the same way I can use the Bible to justify me killing uh, a human being, my fellow human being. And then I'll also say, of course, it's in the Bible. So what it means is that whatever is in the Bible should be interpreted through faith. Yesterday I was in a meeting. Uh, in a meeting, of course, you can use the Bible to support be above You can curse people. It's in the Bible. So it's actually um, unfair to say that whatever is in the Bible is in the Bible. So don't, don't worry about interpretation. You know, it's only a non-serious and a lazy, a casual reader of the Bible, who would, who would say that? A casual reader of the Bible would say uh, whatever it is in the Bible is in the Bible. Okay, The Bible needs to be interpreted through faith. Look at John chapter 5. Look at John chapter t- 5, um, verse 38. But John, Jesus, in speaking to the Pharisees, says that, um, but you do not have his word abiding in you because whom he sent, him you do not believe. Look at verse 39. Jesus says, You search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, and these are they which testify of me, but you are not willing to come to me that you may have life. So Jesus is saying that you know, in their attempts to study the scriptures, they study the scriptures, they go through the stories, but the stories are supposed to point them to point them to a person just as paul says in second timothy three sixteen, the scriptures are to be interpreted through faith in christ so jesus is saying that you read through the stories but the stories will point to a person and you are not willing to come to the person to receive life so you say the scriptures for in them you think you have eternal life they are they which testify of me, you are not willing to come to me that you may have life. So it means that there could be an attempt to study the Bible and yet it will be wrong because that attempt is not done in faith. So faith is the way to explain the Bible, faith in Christ is the explanation to the scriptures, faith in Christ is the explanation to the scriptures, faith in Christ that settles. The whole, you know, hula baloo about God, the questions about God, about the Bible. Faith in Christ is the proper way to interpret the Bible. And I say here that, you know, faith is not an abstract term. Faith is not an abstract term. Like you say faith, faith in what? Faith in anything. I have faith to do anything that I want. Uh, I have faith to fornicate I I believe that I can fornicate. I believe that, you know, uh, so when we are teaching faith, it should be well-situated. Hallelujah. It should be well-situated. So I, I said last week, if you can remember, that the Bible is theology. You remember that? I said the Bible is not one of the books to explain God. There are not plenty books to explain God and then the Bible is one of them. You know, when any person writes a material and calls it, a theological material or um, a, 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 a scriptural book we mark that book by the virtue that that person that person in his book explained the Bible so a, a book is called a Christian book to the extent that it is able to explain the Bible that means that there are not many books to explain god there is a book to explain god that book is the bible so the bible is theology it's not the bible can be used for theology no the bible is theology okay then i said that theology that is the study of god would end in christ nobody (laughs) Can study God well and not end in Christ. So after studying God, you end in Christ, the Person of Jesus Christ. Um, uh, John one, John one says that in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. One eighteen says that um, uh, no one has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son. And I mentioned that we call Jesus the only begotten Son because He is god who became a man so the only begotten son is the concept of god becoming a man when god becomes a man then we call him the only begotten son so the only begotten son who, who is from the father then i said that who is in the bosom of the father he has declared i said the word declared in the greek is explain him relation to god theology will end in christology theology will end in Christology. Then I said that, okay, what is the goal point of Christology? God becoming a man. What does he seek to achieve? I said, it is salvation. Soteriology. L-I-O-L-O-G-Y. So the study of Christ will end us in salvation because um, Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1 says that, and his name shall be called Jesus for he will save his people. The angel said that, He will save his people from their sins. Matthew chapter 121. And she will bring forth a son. You shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. So um, the Christ will essentially save his people from their sins. Praise God. I want you to understand that very well. So therefore, the Bible is a written account of God's faithfulness. Now, if we say God's faithfulness, don't think too far. What will be his faithfulness? His faithfulness will be in salvation. I told you that uh, the blocks should, should be clear in your mind. The Bible is a written account of God's faithfulness. What will be his faithfulness? His faithfulness to salvation. What will be God's promise? His promise to redeem man. His promise to save the world. His promise to save man and At the end of the day, we will see him doing it in Christ. So the Bible is a written account. The stories in the Bible are patterned to explain God's faithfulness. So in the Old Testament, you see man's unfaithfulness to the promise, man going into idolatry, man substituting God with a lot of things, and God still being faithful, being faithful, being faithful. Eventually, he will die, he will redeem man, and we'll see, oh, he's faithful to his promise. So the Bible is an account of God's faithfulness, which is salvation. It is meant to be believed. It means that God's faithfulness is meant to be believed. When God is faithful, a man only has to believe. When God is faithful, a man only has to believe. So therefore, salvation through faith, like I said, is the way, is the means to know the Holy Scriptures. Any knowledge of the Holy Scriptures outside salvation through faith is a false knowledge. It will always lead a man to error. Praise God so faith therefore would be a total committal to god and his promise faith would be a total committer to god and his promise so when we describe faith, it will be man committing to god believing god in what he has said and that total committal would be called and faith. if you followed me carefully you realize that Therefore, we cannot explain faith or talk about faith without God. We cannot talk about God without Jesus. And we cannot talk about Jesus without salvation. Therefore, I say here that salvation through faith is the mother doctrine of the Bible. Salvation through faith is the mother doctrine. If you ask me, I'll say that's the only doctrine of the Bible. And I'll leave you. To think around it, think around it, think around it, think around it, eventually you come to see it. Because every other doctrine, practice, will stem from salvation through faith. Now think about it. You talk about prayer, you talk about um, um, holiness, you talk about righteousness, you talk about healing, and you realize that it cannot be possible without salvation through faith. Because when God sets out to work, he is at work for the purpose of salvation you know the whole account of the scriptures were written for the purpose of salvation through faith therefore you cannot study any subject in the scriptures without due reference to salvation so salvation will be our mother doctrine and we would understand other aspects of god through that so you know i would say that salvation through faith is your 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 guide whenever you are confused about any doctrine, uh, is this true, is this not true, look at salvation through faith, you know, for instance you look at the subject of giving and you realize that at salvation it is God who gave first, how did he give, why did he give, you know, for what purpose, it is by that and then it becomes a pattern for us, for for the believer also um, to follow um, um, that, so um, for salvation, is the doctrine of the bible i said that salvation is the doctrine of the bible look at first peter 318 the first peter 318 um we are going somewhere i need you to follow me follow me okay keep your eye on the ball don't don't lose focus first peter 318 first peter 318 says that um for Christ also suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, that He might bring us to God, being put to death in the in the flesh, but made um, uh, but made, but made alive. Is that what I want? Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um. Okay. All right. So, I'll get it for you, don't worry. So, salvation, good. First Peter 2.21, that's what I'm looking for. First Peter 2.21. For this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example. The word example means a copy in the Greek, a copy, and you should follow his steps. So, you see that for, for the man who is not born again, um, the gospel is... For the man who is not born again the gospel is meant to be believed it's meant to be believed but for the man who is born again who has the spirit of god the gospel becomes an example a pattern for him to follow so salvation through faith is a mother Doctrine, you know the mother doctrine. I can't teach faith without examining the concepts of salvation through faith. That means that if somebody is here with us and you know you have come, you are expecting a miracle. um, By the time we finish, you realize that miracles can happen even to people who do not have faith in Christ. But I'll show you why you know miracles happen at all, and you realize that you can receive a miracle and yet. be be miss the miracle take take notice you can receive a miracle from from god and miss the miracle the miracle the bible has one miracle the miracle the the subject matter (laughs) by now you should know what it is the miracle would be salvation the salvation of a man but we would see miracles uh, you know pointing to the miracle so you can receive miracles and yet miss the miracle if you are here and you haven't received Jesus as your savior. You know, you can receive faith. You can be healed. You can you can be made well. And yet, you will miss the miracle. I told you, the subject matter of the Bible is salvation. That is why you need to be born again. You need to believe in Jesus Christ and be born again. Praise God. Today, so they want to continue and then look at what I did was an intro want to continue and look at signs and wonders um, along that path, and then we'll do a a, a character study, um, signs and wonders. If you could remember last week also, I said that Jesus is primarily a teacher of the scriptures. Do you remember? Jesus is a teacher of the scriptures. In teaching the scriptures, he would perform miracles. He would do miracles. So when he does miracles when he performs miracles the miracles are an outflow of his teaching ministry that means that Jesus is not primarily a miracle worker but rather a teacher as he teaches he would show miracles i will show you what the meaning of signs and wonders so you understand so look at Matthew 4:23 Look at an account of Jesus's ministry. So you can't really separate Jesus's teaching ministry from, you know, he working miracles. I'll show you why it's like that. Matthew four twenty three. It says that and Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, teaching in their synagogues. So he went about teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of diseases among the people. Wow. Isn't it heartwarming that Jesus is not selective in the diseases he heals? All kinds, all kinds, all kinds, you know. Um, I I, I have seen men of God who go on healing crusades and then they go with medical doctors. They try to, you know, give the diagnosis for every disease that is healed. It looks nice, but I feel that, you know, God doesn't care what the diagnosis is. You know, you could call it... uh, uh, cancer, leukemia, whatever, you know, he doesn't care. The power of God doesn't care what kind of diagnosis like, it is. He heals all kinds of diseases. Hallelujah. Dobotitis. <laughs> he heals all kinds. He heals everything. Hallelujah. He heals every kind of disease. So Jesus in his teaching ministry is seen healing. Matthew 9:35 says almost the same thing also matthew 9 35 jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in the ascendant works preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people every sickness every disease so you know matthew gives an account that he went about teaching and healing teaching and healing so consistent so consistent glory to jesus so consistent so therefore what would we call a sign 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 the greek For sign is Semeon. Let me spell it for you. Semeon. S e m e i o n. What is a sign? The Greek calls it Semeon. S e m e i o n. Look at Mark sixteen, Mark sixteen, verse sixteen, Mark sixteen, verse sixteen, Mark sixteen, verse sixteen. Semeon. S e good. S e m e i o n. That's the Greek for sign. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what it is pretty soon. Mark 16, verse 16. Mark 16, verse 16. Um, it says that he who believes and is baptized will be saved, and he who does not believe will be condemned. Look at 17. And these signs, these signs, so that's the word Simeon, Simeon, is used about 77 times in the New Testament. And I want you to take note that whenever Simeon is used, there is a third party present or a third party in view whenever simeon is used there's a third party in view look at acts you know acts 121 there's another word i want you to take note of act one twenty one to 22 so we have sign acts 121 acts 121 to 22 um um act one Okay, I'm there. Acts 121. Therefore, of these men who have accompanied us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, twenty two. beginning from the baptism of John to that day when he was taken up from us, one of these must become a witness with us. So take note of witness. Witness. This is when after the resurrection of Jesus, the apostles met and they decided that Judas needs to be replaced. So they looked for a man who had been with them since the baptism of John. And Uh, mind you when you hear the baptism of john it's not the water he puts people in hallelujah Uh, at another time we'll do that we'll we'll do that teaching the baptism of john john is a teaching it's not it's not water the water is the symbol of that he he was just putting people in water after having taught them and they coming to repent and he puts them in water so the baptism of john is not a teaching a teaching the baptism of john is sorry the baptism of john is not water It's not putting people in water. It's a teaching. It's his teaching, his teaching, which of course will point to Christ. And then the water would be a sign to, 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 to his teaching. We'll look at that at another time. Don't go and quote me when I haven't explained it to you because you can't explain yourself and then you put yourself in trouble. So don't go and quote me anywhere. So I want you to take note of the word witness. Witness. So they were looking for somebody who had been around since the baptism of John till Jesus was taken up. And so that what was this person supposed to do? Verse 22 says that um, uh, beginning from the baptism of John to that day when he was taken up from us, one of these must become a witness. The word witness is, let me spell it for you, Matthew. M-A-T-U-R-E-O-U. Matthew, you. That is the word witness. Matthew, you, Matthew, you, I'll explain witness to you. So sign, which is Simeon, implies that which accompanies, that which accompanies, attests to. Take note of this. I hope you, you came along with your, your, your writing part. So sign, Simeon, means in the Greek, that which attests to, that which accomplishes. That which indicates or that which points attention to it points attention to a message, a person, or an event that which accomplishes that which attests to that which indicates or points attention to a message, a person, or an event is that not what our signboards are used for? So when you see a signboard, it's usually pointing you to something, pointing you to another thing. A signboard never points you to itself. It points you to another thing. So that's that's, that's exactly the meaning of a sign. So um, these signs are a pointer to something. What is that thing? What would a sign point to? So it means that when you see a sign, it's pointing to another thing. Uh, The sign would only point to something and cannot point to Itself will point to a message or point to a person or point to an event. And when Jesus said, These signs shall follow, shall follow in the Greek is paracoloutio. Let me spell that for you also: P-A-R-A-K-O-L-O-U-T-H-E-O. Paracoloutio. 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 It means to accompany or to say something. So these signs would say something. These signs would follow, would accompany, would say something. So the signs will say something. So the signs are talking. Hallelujah. Um, you, would, you would understand where, where I'm going. Just follow me. So the signs will talk. Okay, so we've looked at signs, we've looked at witness. Now, witness, um, I said witness is material. Material means a speaking attestation. So Witness would be a speaking affirmation. Witness would be a speaking affirmation. A sign would be, you know, what can be seen, what can be felt, what can be touched, you know, what is tangible. But witness specifically refers to something that speaks, that speaks and attests, affirms to a fact, a person, a message. That, that's that's a witness. Let's look at wonders. Wonders act 2 22 act 2 22 acts 2 22 says that um, men of israel hear these words jesus of nazareth a man attested by god to you by miracles wonders and signs with god did through him in your midst as you yourselves know so wonders in the greek is teras t-e-r-a-s wonders just as the name sounds wonderful it's it wows you when, when, when you see it, it wows you. So, wonders means the reaction of an audience. The reaction. So you see wonders by the reaction. Wow, wonder, a wonder. A wonder is what wow, wow, marvel, or the reaction of the mind would be wow, wow, hallelujah, wow. So, um. Peter in Acts two twenty two says that a man attested by God. It means that God would give an attestation of Jesus through miracles, through wonders, through signs, and it is God who would do it. So God will do it through Jesus, and by He doing it, He will attest to Jesus. He will attest to Jesus. You can see Hebrews two three four also uses says that hebrews 2 3, 4 actually says that god also bearing witness so you see whenever you see sign you see wonders you see god in operation it's it's the operation of god when there is a miracle i told you that a miracle is when the power of god intervenes in a natural situation you remember that definition last week. so whenever a miracle is in view we 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 explain god at work God at work. Look at Hebrews two, three to four, three to four says that um, who being the brightest of his glory and the express image. Where am I reading? Hebrews two. Sorry, Hebrews two. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation which at first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who heard him? God also bearing witness both with signs and wonders. So God bearing what witness who? So material god is the one speaking so when god is speaking concerning salvation what happens signs wonders miracles happen when god is speaking concerning salvation signs miracles wonders happen god bearing witness both with signs and wonders with miracles, miracles and the gifts of the holy spirit according to his own will so god also bearing them witness in the greek that's phrase bearing witness god bearing witness is in the greek um let me let me spell this for you i won't pronounce it uh, i i i want to spell this for you pay attention s-u-n-e-i s-u-n-e-i-p-i-m-a-r-t-u-r-e-o s-u-n-e-i-p-i-m-a-r-t-u-r-e-o so son how would you pronounce it don't worry i'm, I'm pronounce it let's, let's let's go on so what it means that's where s-u-n-e-i-s-u-n-e-i-p-i-a-r-t-u-r-e-o let me tell you the meaning okay let me tell you the meaning it means to add your witness to add your witness it actually comes from two words the first word the first part which is s-u-n-e-i-p-i S-u-n-e-i-p-i. S-U-N-E-I-P-I Suneipi would mean an earnest addition an earnest addition any material to be is a witness like I said so God's way of adding his voice to the gospel adding his voice would be through signs and through um, miracles and through wonders hallelujah what is the essence of signs and wonders follow me we are going somewhere. What will be the essence of signs and wonders? Again, let's go back to Acts two twenty two. Peter intelligently gives us a lead, a huge lead, a huge lead to signs and wonders. Two twenty two, men of Israel. Acts two twenty two, men of Israel, hear these words, Jesus of Nazareth. So, when Jesus, when Paul, uh, sorry, when Peter says, why do I keep saying Paul? When Peter says Jesus of Nazareth, he's making reference to a man. It's making reference to a man, um, Jesus of Nazareth. That is a man. That's why he says a man. When, when, you, when you add Nazareth to his name, you, are, you can actually trace this figure historically. When you go into history books, you are going to find this man. He lived. He, he, he lived. The people around saw him. So a man attested by God to you. So God bears an attestation to Jesus, the man, by miracles. Wonders and signs, and it is God who will do it so which God did through him in your midst, as you yourselves know. Look at Acts 10:37. Acts 10:37. So signs and wonders will be an attestation to the man Jesus. An attestation to the man Jesus. Acts 10:37. A very popular crusade scripture that word you know which was proclaimed throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. So do you see it? After the baptism which John preached. I told you John's baptism is a message. The baptism which John preached. What is the baptism John preached? Verse 38. So this is what John was preaching. John's Baptism was his message. His message was 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. So God, um, um, John's, why do I keep saying Paul? Help me, Holy Ghost. So John's message of baptism, his message was how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. I told you when you see Jesus of Nazareth, the reference is a man, a historical figure how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. So his signs and miracles was God attesting to the fact that even though he is a man, he is anointed of me. Even though he is a man, he is anointed of me. So the acts of God, which was demonstrated in Jesus' ministry, Is what we call signs and wonders. So signs and wonders, I told you, are acts of God. When God goes to work, we see it. They are acts of God. They are what? Acts of God. So in John 14, Jesus was saying that if you don't believe my message, believe the signs. Look at John 14, verse 10, verse 10 and 11. John 14, 10. Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? Mm. Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The way that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. So, the words that I speak, the Father in me is the one who does it. He does the speaking. Verse 11, Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. So, Believe Jesus' words, believe his works, pay attention. A Bible student should always pay attention. If Jesus tells you that believe me, my words, or believe the works, the miracles, the wonders I do, it means that a careful study of the pattern of his miracles, his signs, and wonders would lead you to his message. So you can't have his message without the signs you can't have the signs without the message the two would be found together but if you are not careful you will take one and leave one therefore i submit to you that no teacher of the scriptures would be deprived of signs and wonders the proof that a man is teaching the scriptures is the signs and wonders the proof that a man is doing signs and wonders is that the signs and wonders would lead a man back to the scriptures hand in hand so jesus says believe the message believe the signs believe the signs believe the message you can't separate them look at verse 21 of um, john 14 i hope you are following are you being blessed john 14 21 he who has my command is that where i'm reading okay 24 rather sorry he who does not love me does not keep my words And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. So, Jesus' words will be the Father's speaking. Jesus' works will be the Father's works. Therefore, signs and wonders and miracles would be works of the Father. Therefore, Jesus, the healer, is God who is healing. So, when Jesus heals, when you see Jesus as the healer, it is a message that God heals always. Jesus, the miracle worker, would be God works miracles every day. So Jesus would teach and then um, explain. I told you in John 1, 18 that Jesus will explain the Father. The only begotten would explain the the only begotten would explain the Father. So when Jesus does them, he would show us that it is the Father who is doing it and he will do it always. It's what he wants to do every day hallelujah so faith does not come in isolation faith comes when the will of god is known i need to say this you know quickly so faith cannot be used as an excuse to disobey god faith would be at the back of the will of god being known for instance if you are praying for direction concerning a subject matter and god speaks to you concerning that subject matter What we will call faith is actually you obeying what God has said. And by your action, we will say, this is faith. So faith is in operation where the will of God is known. Hallelujah. Look at a clear case of salvation. I told you salvation is the mother doctrine. We always make reference to salvation. The will of God is to save men. Therefore, the gospel is preached. Now, faith would be called a man's belief and trust in the message of the gospel. When the gospel is preached and a man believes and trusts that message, then we we'll say it is faith. When the gospel is preached, the will of God is known and a man does not receive it, does not believe it. We call it unbelief. So at the end of the day, whenever you see faith, there is a message. Whenever you see faith, a man must have heard something. Man cannot exercise faith without a hearing. Man cannot exercise faith without a hearing. Let's go on. It will come much um, clearer or come out much clearer. So man cannot exercise faith without hearing. So miracle signs and wonders will be God at work. Look at Matthew again. Matthew 8. We are We are taking this gradually. I'm not getting ahead of myself, you know. There's much that we can do in this atmosphere. Matthew eight, look at verse fourteen, Matthew eight fourteen, and then would we'll read up to seventeen, Matthew eight fourteen. I read. Now, when Jesus had come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother lying sick with a fever. So he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she. Arose and saved them. Wow. A miracle working Jesus. It's a song I love so much. says that like, where the healing Jesus are found. Where the healing Jesus are found in you. Where the healing Jesus you refresh, you restore, and renew. Arise on healing wings, son of righteousness. So healing Jesus meets Peter's mother-in-law who has fever. Is down with the fever. And... He touches him. He touches her. And the fever goes away. (laughs) And she gets up to save them. Glory to Jesus. The power of God always heals. The power of God always heals. Can can, can someone say the power of God always heals? Wherever the power of God is, there is healing. Yeah, The power of God always heals. The power of God always, always, always heals. There's not a single time the power of God doesn't heal. Power of God always heals. The power of God always heals. Glory to Jesus. So Peter's mother in law was um, healed. Look at 16. When evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. Again, look at them. Look at the, the, the synoptic writers. You see, when it comes to healing, they always add all, all, all. It means that Jesus was not going around picking favorite sicknesses he healed all he doesn't care so he healed all who were sick look at 17 that it might be fulfilled take note of 17 that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by isaiah the prophet he himself took our infirmities he himself took our infirmities so jesus healed and matthew adds a commentary let me tell you this the, the synoptic gospels matthew mark luke and john Uh, eyewitness accounts, yes, but they were not written at the same time as the events were happening. They were written years later, much years later, okay? Just like um, Moses who wrote the Genesis account. Moses was not there when God was creating. (laughs) So Moses came back years later to write it. Okay, so just as Moses would write, and why Jesus did certain things that he did. So you find them adding commentaries, you know, even as they are doing the eyewitness account. I told you in Luke 24, um, um, uh, Luke 24, uh, 24, Luke 24, 48, that Jesus taught them for 40 days. Acts 1 and 2. Acts 1 and 2 says that he taught them for 40 days. He explained to them from the Old, uh, Old Testament. I, I, I mentioned that in our, uh, in our previous meeting. So having taught them, they now understood why he did certain things. Jesus himself told why he did certain things. So this is a commentary by Peter. Peter says that that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet. When this was happening, Peter didn't know this. But Peter now going back to the teaching Jesus gave them, his resurrection now sees that oh okay so why did jesus heal the sick he healed the sick that it might be fulfilled which was written by isaiah the prophet isaiah wrote he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses so isaiah wrote concerning jesus and then peter makes uh, uh, matthew makes reference to isaiah so take note that Matthew has the commentary that it might be fulfilled. Now Matthew was quoting Isaiah 53 verse 4. Isaiah 53 verse 4. Can we go there? Whenever you read your Bible and you see a quote, you have to go there. Go and go and look at look at it. Isaiah 53 53 verse 4 says, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we see him stricken, smitten by God. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. Peter quotes the same thing and gives an explanation to it in First Peter 2.24. Wow. It's getting interesting. So Isaiah 53 verse 4, 1 Peter 2.24. First Peter 2.24 says that, Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we having died to sins might live for righteousness. So what did Jesus carry? When Matthew says that it might be fulfilled, that he carried our sicknesses you should know that as at the time jesus was healing he wasn't carrying he didn't carry anybody's sickness mm-hmm. pay attention he didn't carry, when while he healed Matthew eight you know 14 16 17 he didn't carry anybody's sickness at his back he just healed them the power of god was at work men were, were healed but matthew now intelligently explains it and says that he did that so that it will be fulfilled. He himself took our infirmities. Let me ask you, at what point did Jesus take the infirmities of the whole world? Mm. He would do that on the cross. So it means that Jesus' healing ministry would be a pointer to what he is going to do. A pointer. I told you that a sign, Simeon, means that pointing to something, not itself. So Jesus' healing ministry would point to what he would essentially do why would he heal he will heal because eventually he's going to heal don't forget i told you that the the doctrine of the bible is salvation he will heal because salvation is depicted as a man being healed of his infirmities that's 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 what what isaiah wrote in isaiah 53 Isaiah is is discussing salvation so he treats sin as sickness and says that jesus would heal that sickness so the major sickness that jesus would heal would be sin. Hallelujah. But how would we know that he is the one who heals sin, which is the main sickness? He will have to heal the smaller sicknesses. So that's why Matthew says that this was done to fulfill, that it would be fulfilled. It might be fulfilled. Who was spoken by Isaiah the prophet. He himself took a uh, infirmity. So Matthew pointed to a futuristic event. His healing ministry is a pointer to that event. What is that event? 2 Corinthians 5.21 he made him who knew no sin to be sin, that we may be the righteousness of God. That is the event. So physical healing will be a pointer to that event, which is of a spiritual magnitude. So physical healing will be a pointer to the spiritual healing that will happen. Therefore, physical healing will be a sign, a Simeon of salvation. Why would Jesus heal? He would heal because he will save men. So therefore, you you realize that a man can receive healing physically and yet miss out on salvation. Physical healing is only a sign pointing to salvation and it needs to be treated as such. Interesting, right? John 20, look at John. Also, having been taught by Jesus, runs a commentary, an interesting commentary. You know, John 20, verse 30. John 20, 30 and 31. It says that, and truly... Jesus did many other signs, Simeon, you remember, sign pointing to something else, something outside itself. So truly, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book, many other signs, which are not written in this book, but these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. So John is telling you that, see, the signs that I wrote in my book is not exhaustive, That is not all Jesus did. But I wrote these few ones so that you would believe. So essentially, the signs are supposed to get a man to believe. The signs are supposed to get a man to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. And that believing you may have life in His name. The signs are pointers to essentially salvation. So I told you that the synoptic writers are, are not historians they are theologians they would explain god they will explain god in christ so they will pick the stories tactfully they won't pick anything at all they will not just give you history no they will pick the stories tactfully so john is telling you that i picked my healing next week we are going to look at john's the way john arranges the 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 the, the miracles of jesus it's a pointer essentially he will arrange them and essentially he told you that he would die so eventually he told you that oh these miracles will lead to the miracle hallelujah the miracles the smaller miracles if i should say will lead to the miracle so essentially the miracles will lead to the miracle look at john twenty-one twenty-five. john twenty-one twenty-five, and there are also many other things that jesus did, which if they were written one by one i suppose that even the word itself could not contain the books that would be written it means that the four gospel, even though are a written account of the signs and wonders that Jesus, did, they are not exhaustive. So, when we pick, you know, some women and we are studying, see it as a sample of what God can do. It's not exhaustive. He did much more miracles, much more miracle. So, signs, wonders, miracles are a pointer to the resurrected Christ, a pointer to the resurrected christ wow interesting a pointer to the resurrected christ i need you to understand this very well so again if god would want to save men every day it means that he would want to work miracles every day just as salvation is needed every day signs miracles wonders are needed every day Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Luke one thirty seven. Having done this exhaustively, we are going to uh, weigh in on a sample miracle and then explore certain certain things that we need to do. You know, as we expect the miraculous. Again, the topic is when is the miraculous? You know, so you see. When, when is the miraculous could be you know, um, uh, taught the same way as when is salvation <laughs> because the miraculous would point to salvation. So when is the miracle? Luke one thirty seven says that with God nothing is impossible. How we type that with God, nothing is impossible. With God nothing is impossible. With God, nothing. Is impossible is there anything too hard for the lord is there anything bills to be paid healing to be affected the power of god is here right now to effect those luke 1 says that for with god nothing will be impossible i told you last week that that phrase actually means that um No word of God lacks the ability to perform. Do you remember? With God, nothing is impossible means as the word of God has dropped, it has ability in itself to perform. So the word of God has ability in itself to perform. All a man needs to do is to trust it. And the ability in the word would perform by itself. You don't need to do anything to make the word perform. The word would perform on its own the word will perform on its own the word has enough power hallelujah glory to jesus so let's look at an account in mark 9 an account that we want to study tonight pick useful lessons from them i've given you a good overview hallelujah mark 9 let's read from 70 i think we started last week looking at this Um, a boy who had um, uh, um, a seizure, a problem with seizure. Uh, The the father said that he will seize, and he will foam, he will fall into fire sometimes. And Jesus said that if you can believe, verse 23, Mark 9, verse 23, if you can believe, all things are possible with him who believes. So, you know, the way Jesus sounds, it's as if uh, the miraculous is not determined by God. It, I'm scared to say it, but I, I, I want to say it. The miraculous is not determined by God. When I say it's not determined by God, I'm not saying God is not acting. Okay, what I mean is that it, it, it's as if it's, it's down to a man and then how well he trusts God more than God and when he wants to do it or how he wants to do it. I'll show you uh, something. So, if you can believe all things are possible to him who believes. How many things are possible? All things are possible. All things are possible. So, you know, you can believe for a miracle. You know you can believe for a miracle. Right now, you can believe for a miracle. What, What are you expecting? You can believe for a miracle. You can believe for a miracle. Glory to Jesus. Say, I can believe for a miracle. I can believe for healing right now. I can believe for restoration. I can believe for a provision. I can believe for miracles. I can believe. Yeah. Right now the power of God is available. Anybody who believes can receive a miracle. Can receive a miracle glory to jesus can believe for a miracle and i mentioned last week that the power of god can do three things do you remember the power of god can create the power of god can create the power of god can create it means that what is not there can be made available what 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 are you believing for that is not there if there is somebody here who doesn't have a womb, the power of god can create create, give, give new body parts. You go to the doctor I say you have kidney failure, end stage. The power of God can, can create new kidneys, new organs. The power of God can create the womb is, is in place. Yeah. The power of God can restore. You have a feeling, eyesight. The sight was good, but it's feeling the power of God can restore. The power of God can restore. The power of God can restore relationships you know there are relationships that are, are are so scattered like it's as if it it can be saved the power of God saves relationships saves marriages saves relationships glory to Jesus the power of God is curative it can cure it can cure the power of God can cure the power of God can cure the power of God can cure glory to jesus the power of god can cure you know god has never run out of power ephesians 119 <laughs> i like the Greek construction of that scripture ephesians 119 let's 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 read it ephesians 119 ephesians 119 says that and what is the exceeding greatness mm. So, the power of God is called exceeding greatness. Exceeding greatness. Exceeding greatness. The exceeding greatness of His power. And that exceeding greatness of His power is at work where? Are you seeing it in your Bible Text it, text it. Let me see if you have seen it. The exceeding greatness of his power, at his, of his power toward us who believe. So where is God's power at work towards? The people who believe according to the working of His mighty power. That word exceeding greatness, actually, in, in the Greek is ballon Hyper ballon means to throw above targets. It's like i i ask you to lift a pen from the ground and then you go and bring you know um, a forklift a, a giant machine just to come and pick the pen <laughs> it's like you've wasted you've wasted you've invested so much power just to pick a pen a forklift to pick a pen from the ground that's the meaning exceeding greatness hupa balonzo in 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 resurrecting Christ from the dead, God overdid it and left that power in the believer. Glory to Jesus! So the believer can work miracles. The believer can receive miracles by that power. The believer can work miracles. The believer can receive miracles by that power. So can you say, I can work miracles. I can receive miracles by that power. I can work miracles. I can receive miracles by that power. I can work miracles i can receive miracles by that power now lastly i want us to look at a story you know a power miracle story in the scriptures we'll pick a few lessons and then i'll take some questions and we'll pray mark chapter 5 verse 25 mark 5 25 mark five twenty-five. so now a certain woman the bible doesn't mention her name you know a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years wow it means that for 12 years this woman was always seeing blood blood flowing uh, king james says is an issue they say the issue is an issue <laughs> for 12 years he had an issue of blood the issue is an issue 12 years you know this is a fact you know if you go into history and you are tracing this woman you are going to see this woman actually had a problem you see faith is not the absence of the facts no faith means uh, the problem is there You, you know in faith we we don't we don't say that no the problem no no the problem is there but our response to the problem is the word of God, not, not 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 denying the presence. So the fact, the problem is he had an issue of blood. He had a flow of blood for 12 years. That is strange. 12 years. That means that if you do the math, it means that he had an issue of blood for about 144 months. 144. Imagine he was going to the hospital every month. It means 144 visits to the Physician, Uh, if it it was weekly visits, you can do the maths. (laughs) Verse twenty six says, "And had suffered many things from many physicians." So, you know, Matthew, Mark says that what he suffered, what what the treatment options available for for her. (laughs) Mark says that he. She suffered many things, many treatment options from many physicians. Probably the best of their time had treated this woman. But still, like nothing was, was happening. 144 hospital appointment suffered many things from many physicians. From many physicians. She had spent all that she had. Wow. Look at the description bleeding for 12 years suffering many things from many physicians and then he's paying these doctors to he has spent all that he had but he grew worse she grew worse means that the condition was not the same the condition was getting worse and worse and worse now this is a a situation that explains that probably the natural cause has been exhausted Everything that needs to be done has been done. And yet no improvement. No improvement. A very bad situation. Very, 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 very bad. Look at 27. When she heard about Jesus. mm, This is very important. When she heard about Jesus. What did she hear about Jesus? What did she hear about Jesus? So, she might have heard the sick getting healed, as we read in Acts 10.32, how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of Satan. So, she heard of the healing Jesus. What did she hear? She heard that the sick get healed when Jesus prays. Jesus was healing all kinds of sicknesses. People She heard that people get well when they believe. So that is what she heard. You know, you can choose what you believe. And by so, doing, you can choose what you hear. Let me tell you that, as at the time of that incident, there were a lot of things about Jesus. Jesus was not only known as a healer. Don't forget that the Pharisees were busily, you know, blaspheming, you know, casting instigations against him uh, calling him all sorts of names so that was available in the media the, that information was available in the media in act uh, in john chapter 8 verse 40 to 41 they sarcastically spoke about jesus when you read john 8 40 to 41 when jesus told them that you are not of your father they told him that we know our father we we, we are not born out of fornication you know, history has it that after the time Jesus walked on earth, because of the instance of his birth and the story surrounding his birth, you know, a virgin who has seen no man, all of a sudden he becomes pregnant, Abba, so some people, there were people who considered Jesus as one born out of fornication. So in John eight forty to 41 they sarcastically said that we are not born of fornication that was sarcasm intended at jesus so the 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 people saw jesus as the fornicator you have to be careful what you hear there were a lot of other information about jesus but she focused on the information that could change her story in being prepared for the miraculous watch out for the information out there you know on saturday i was telling a dear colleague at work while i was you know, seeing a few people that i'm smart now instead of saying that this disease has no cure i will say this disease has no cure medically i will always make room for the power of god because i don't know when i will need it the day i will need it i will need to have my gaze fixed right to so be careful what you hear what what you hear about the power of God. Watch what you hear about the power of God. There are certain information that you don't have to entertain it. There was a day I was watching a video with another dear friend, and it was a comedy, a joke. A comedian was joking with the power of God, you know, cracking jokes around. This This friend of mine was laughing, was laughing. I wasn't laughing. So she said, ah, but why are you not laughing? I think this is funny. I said, no, it's not funny you know this guy cracked a lot of jokes that i laughed but when he got to the power of god i didn't laugh because i am wise when you laugh at the things of the spirit and the power but the day you need it you will not find it not because god would not work miracles but because you have laughed at it you have mocked at it it will not be of use to you so this woman paid attention to what she heard. she paid attention she heard of jesus she heard about jesus so she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. What she heard is what made her touch the garment. What she heard is what inspired faith in, in her to touch the garment. And mind you that it was not the first time a man was touching the garment, the hem of the garment of Jesus. Look at um, um, verse 28. For she said, if only... I touch his clothes I shall be made well. Look at that. She said if only I touch his clothes I will be made well. So she might have heard that people were touching the hem of Jesus's clothes. People were touching the hem of Jesus's clothes. Look at Luke 6:19. I want to prove to you that it's not the first time a man was touching the hem of Jesus' garment. Luke 6:19 Luke 6:19 says that and the whole multitude sought to touch him for power went out from him and healed them all so in Luke 6:19 those who were tormented with clean spirit touched Jesus and they were healed so this woman might have heard that people were touching and were getting healed so she also said if only I will touch if only I will touch if only I will touch so. Remember last week we said, when is the miraculous? It's when I believe, it's when I say it. What did he believe? He believed Jesus could heal. What did she say? She said that Jesus could heal her. So she said, if only I can touch the Greek, for she said. So she first heard, okay? Then she said, you hear, you see." So she heard, then she said. The Greek, the word, she said actually in the Greek means she kept saying, consistently saying, not just once, not just twice, kept saying, kept saying, kept saying, kept saying, kept saying it. She affirmed it. So she affirmed it by keeping, keeping the confession, keeping it steady, kept saying it, you know. This woman might have been used to a process visiting physicians, visiting physicians, visiting, paying, paying medical bills, but she changed her approach. And when she changed her approach, that approach defied logic. I told you that the miraculous would defy logic. It doesn't make sense. You are bleeding and say, if I touch a man, ah, it's not, it doesn't make sense. It's not sensible. It's not sensible. But she heard that it, it had happened. She heard that Jesus could do it. She believed and she said it. When is the miraculous? When I hear right, when I believe right, and when I see right. When I hear right, when I believe right, when I see right, what are you expecting for God to do? What would you want God to do as a miracle in you? Hear it first. Hear it first. Is there an account of it being done? Yes. If it's, is it healing? Has God healed before? Hear it. Hear it well enough. See. Soak well in it. Make sure you've heard it well enough. Then believe it. Believe it. Did he do it for you? Has he done it for you in the past? Has he done it for somebody? Has he done it in the scriptures? Is there a clear, vivid explanation of it in the scriptures? Believe it. And then say it. Say it with your lips. I believe it. God has done it. God can do it. The power of God will work. So it is as if that, you know, he, 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 took control of that situation, said it well enough. I want to end here. I want to end here. So she had right? She believed and she said it. A lot of times, if only you could say it well enough, you can receive the healing. Yeah. Let me share a testimony with you. You know, on Sunday, I, I posted on my whatsapp status on saturday is something i do every saturday that saturdays are for healing and i'll declare a word of faith there. and a man um, a, a friend of mine uh, a guy whatsapp me on sunday morning and when i when i pasted that word of faith on whatsapp he said amen i receive it and when he said, I receive it, I sensed in my spirit, this man needs healing. I knew he, he needed healing. And but I knew, you know, there was a problem. Then he called me Sunday morning. You know, when he called me Sunday morning, I thought he was reaching out to me in faith to receive healing. But he called and then explained to me the condition i have this 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 i I don't want to tell you what it is i don't know i don't i don't know when he will chance on this material so i want to spare those details but he reached out to me and said i have this problem a b c d and usually typical of me when you finish telling me your problem i'll ask you what do you want me to do for you you know i'm i'm a physician in the natural and yet I believe in the power of God. I I, I I believe in the power of God so much and I, I I minister the power of God so much most of the time. So I'll ask you, What do you want from me? Do you want me as a physician in the natural? Do you want me to minister the power of God? You know, I asked him, What do you want? Then he said, I want you to tell me what it is. You know. So he said, Tell me what it is. I said, okay, so that you want uh, my medical knowledge. I explained to him, okay, so this is it. This is it. This is it. I said, so what can we do? <laughs> then he said, uh, if I can get some. I said, okay. I texted it to him, you know, and he took it. And he said, thank you, man of God. The irony of it. <laughs> he calls me a man of God and yet took medication from me. He didn't believe for healing. So I left, I left him you know, it's just like saying, according to your faith, you know, God is not against taking medicine, hallelujah, let's make this point clear, God is not against taking medicine if you have medicine that you want to take, take it you can be healed God is not against taking medicine, according to your faith, then right after this incident another dear friend of mine called, Um, actually she was a female, she's a female called and said, I have um, abdominal pain, cramps and I said, okay. I asked her, uh, okay. So this this friend is somebody that I I I am I'm discipling, I'm, I'm training. So I quickly said, okay. So that's a fact. But what can the power of God do? She was silent on the phone. I said, um. So do you believe in the power of God for healing? She said, yes. I said, okay, right. So we are going to rebuke the pain. Are you ready? She said, yes. I asked her to place her hand on the abdomen. I rebuke pain in the name of Jesus. Pain leave this body right now. You no, know, I spoke with her for some time, and she said it's left, it's gone. What am I saying? In that same instance, somebody received the miraculous, the power of God. Another person did not receive it. Is it because God wanted to heal A and not B? No. I told you that it is man who determines. What the power of God does. So, if only you can hear right, if only you can believe, if only you can say it, then you can receive the miraculous. Hallelujah. I want to end on this note. If only you can hear right, we'll continue next week. If only you can hear, if only you can believe, if only you can say it, then you can receive it. All things are possible for Him that believes all things mark 9 23 if only you can believe all things are possible if only you can believe you can say to this mountain be moved hallelujah glory to jesus so when is the miraculous the miraculous is when i hear i hear of the power of god i hear of the power of god somebody is expecting healing and you are hearing wrongly you are hearing wrongly. You have to hear right. You have to hear right. And you have to believe right. And you have to speak right. Glory to Jesus. Um, at this point, I want you to be in the Spirit, speak in the language of the Spirit, prepare your heart for the ministration of the miraculous. I believe that science and wonders will in the atmosphere. Man of God, over to you, sir. Glory to Jesus. If you can hear me, let me see you. If you can hear me, let me see you. If you can hear me, let me see you. Something is going to happen right now. If you can hear me, let me see you. The man of God has taught us a lot. There's no need to repeat. In the next 10 minutes, we are going to do practicals. We are going to put our faith to work. If only we have head right he gave us the condition if only you can hear right if only you can believe right if only you can see right you shall be healed right (laughs) don't forget that the the major sickness of man is not fibroid it's not cancer it's not stroke but it is sin hallelujah it's a sin can you can you write it can you write it there for me the major sickness of man it's not any kind of disease we know, but it is sin. Sin is the major sickness of man. So in this atmosphere, what the major sickness God is going to deal with is sin. Come on, can somebody talk to me? The major sickness God is going to handle right now is sin. What sinful activity are you struggling with? What thing is biting you down? What weakness? What What other men will use weakness what other men will say i don't know the names but anything you are struggling that is against the movement of god right now god is here to heal you right now that is the major sicknesses fibroid is a minor case (laughs) cancer is a minor case kidney disease is a minor case we saw the last time somebody just received a kidney new kidney it's, it's, it's a minor case the major case here is sin we are praying in the spirit right now in this atmosphere we are left for about seven minutes i want you to be i want you to be focused pay attention pay attention the woman paid attention focus forget the stories Know jesus the healer jesus the healing machine jehovah rafa Jehovah Rapha. The Bible said that his name is Jehovah Rapha. The word Rapha in the Greek me in the Hebrew, is Jehovah our healing. Other people say Jehovah our healer. It is wrong. It is not Jehovah our healer. It is Jehovah our healing. God is the balm. God is the medicine. God is the drug itself. Are we in church at all? God is the activity of healing. The man of God has explained already. God is the balm. He is the balm of Gilead. He is the the expansion and explanation of healing so he is not the healer itself so we are the healers when anyone who is acting the word anyone who is manifesting God is called the healer the church is the healer the believer is the healer but God is the healing God is the 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 flow the medication so right now I know I know that we believe in medicine but right now we have only one medicine that is jesus christ somebody tell your neighbor that in this atmosphere we have only one prescription jesus christ can you talk to somebody right now if there is a sick person if there's anyone around you anyone no matter the condition no matter the same condition no matter how it has broken you down no matter physical conditions i told you that the major sickness is sin the minor sicknesses are what we know the Only prescription in this atmosphere is Jesus Malagashai. And the woman did something, the woman didn't just keep quiet. The Bible said that he kept saying, The man of God has explained, He said, In this atmosphere, we are going to see. Somebody said, I'm going to say, If you have believed, you are saying, We are going to see. And when she said, She was healed. In the name of Jesus, as somebody read it right now, God is healing everything, He's healing everything is sicknesses if you are there you have not accepted Christ it's an opportunity just accept him that's the major sickness everything that he's doing is pointing to one saving you and healing you of the sickness bringing you to the life of God in the name of Jesus are you ready begin to if you can pray in tongues begin to pray in tongues don't worry about tongue speaking the woman who was who who got healed wasn't a tongue speaker wasn't a tongue talker (laughs) she just said if I can hold the hem, she said it in her heart. She opened her mouth and she took a step. So don't worry about the tongue speaking that, hey, because I don't speak in tongues, I will not receive it. No, you are all you can do is just say something. You can pray in English, in fanti in Ewe, whatever language you can pray in. Open your mouth and begin to say. Five minutes, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Come on, come on. Lift up your voice. Shalala ba 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 Hey hey shalala ba 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 lift it 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 is it your mother is your father anyone come on Somebody lift up your voice. Continue praying. If you can hear me, continue praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. The power of God is here. If the, mm. yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the power of God yeah, 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 our word cures, yeah, Yes, yeah, 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 Yes, cures, refreshes. Yes, our The power sir. Of God kios, refreshes. Yes, our word cures, refreshes. Yes, Yes, sir. Yes, My marriage is restored, my relationship is restored, my family is restored, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed by the power of God. Give direction to the power of God with your words. The power of God is is available. Just give direction. What do you want the power of God to do for you? Give direction to the power of God. The power of God, He restores. The power of God restores. Yeah. Give direction. Just give direction to the power of God. What do you want the power of God to do? What do you want the power of God to do? The power of God silences the voice of the enemy. The power of God crashes Satan. Crashes Satan in my body, in my feelings, in my emotions. If you want money, if you want money, say it. The power of God gives me money. Don't be scared. Philippians 4 19 my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory which is in Christ Paul was talking about physical needs the power of God brings our needs the power of God supplies my needs the power of God gives me money God provides my needs according to his riches in glory the power of god does it Kibara shakabura to the power of god. Give the power of god. Give direction to the power of God. Give direction to the power of God. Come on. Come on physical needs spiritual needs emotional needs emotional needs emotional needs marital needs right now in the name of jesus traveling needs salvation needs no matter what is happening right now get the better boss bosh, get the better Leg at the Lift up your voice. 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 Something is happening right now. Lift up your voice. Speak to Marcus. Is it conflict in your family? Is it tension, misunderstanding? Something is no matter what is happening. If only you can believe something is happening right now. If you are taking a wrong decision, the power of God can heal you. Something is happening right now. The power of God can cure. The power of God can also restrain. The power of God can restrain. If you are taking a wrong step, the power of God can restrain. It can stop you. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit, right now. Say something. We have two minutes. Say something. Come on. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Something is happening right now. la <speaking> la <in Spanish> The power of God can heal bitterness, unforgiveness. No matter what is happening, pain in the heart, peace of mind. Something is happening right now. There's miracle all over. Signs and wonders. Because of the resurrection of Christ. It's a proof that God has saved him as God is saving men. Vadi zala, matai. Our conscience is healed. Our emotions are healed. Right now in the name of Jesus. Psychologically, physiologically, socially, medically, academically. If you are here and you can perform academically, there is a miracle right now. ha. Hey, lift up your voice. Lift it, lift it, lift it, lift it. Lift it, lift it. Go lolo ha. Thank you, Jesus. 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 One minute more. Lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. Whatever you are, lift up your right hand and I say, "I receive." To receive is to believe. To believe is to receive. You manifest it. It is working. It is manifesting right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. One minute. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. One minute. Demonstrate the power of God. Walk in the power of God. No matter what is happening. Something is happening right now. Now begin to prophesy. God has healed you wherever you are. Now you are going to. God is making you an instrument. Listen, listen, listen. The Lord said that He is making us instrument. Within the next 30 seconds, you are going to prophesy unto the next neighbor, into the next nation, into everything, into everything, into everything, into everything. You are going to speak into the world, speak into the, the affairs of your children, the affairs of the family, into the country, into your community, everywhere. Lift up your right hand wherever you are and prophesy. Come on. Prophesy. Speak. There is a word in your mouth. The children in your womb. Your eggs, your sperms. Ha. The next class, the next agenda, the next project you are about taking. Prophesy. Prophesy into your future. your marriage prophesy into the work, prophesy into the womb of time ten years to come five years to come twenty years to come prophesy speak come on over your ministry over the ministry of your church the local assembly prophesy over your friends over your colleagues prophesy over your boss over the workplace something is happening right now come on we are prophesying speak unto others come on don't be selfish don't be selfish you have received healing now display share it across board lift up your voice prophesy thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit glory to jesus Glory to Jesus, glory to Jesus. Shalala la ba 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 Prophesy unto your pastor, unto the leadership, prophesy unto this ministry, prophesy unto this platform, prophesy unto your friends, prophesy everywhere. Prophesy unto the school, everywhere, and the community you are living in. Prophesy over Ghana, prophesy over the parliament, prophesy over the executive, prophesy over the world, everywhere. Speak, speak forth. Come on, prophesy, speak, for there is a word. Healing waves. There's healing in your mouth. Speak it out. The control of issues. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Something is happening. ba ah. ba 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 Prophesy, 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 prophesy. prophesy phalagasaya fecondo prophesy over the man of god prophesy over the people in this house prophesy over the world prophesy over the plants over the animals over the plants over the seedlings over grasses prophesy you were there the last time somebody prophesied and a dead chicken came back to life Prophesy. ha 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 Something is happening right now. He's hmm. on us right now. Ah, La falalabasa. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus gift of tongues. I see the spirit of Thank the Thank you, Lord Jesus. Upon Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If you are blessed, somebody said, I am blessed. glory, 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 glory. Oh, can I see it? Glory. Let me see your glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Oh, do it as many as you can. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. God bless you so much for coming around whenever if, if you know you have been blessed somebody say I have my miracle I walk the miracle I express the miracle I manifest the miracle the miracle is pointing to Jesus as I walk out I am a miracle wonder but David said I'm like a wonder to the nation now if you are looking for miracle workers you are the one you are pointing to Jesus you are a pointer to Jesus you are the a pointer you are a pointer you are a pointer people will look at your academics and they said I want to come to Jesus are we in chat at all glory to jesus ha 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 glory to jesus god bless you so much for coming around god bless you man of god for blessing us with such an adulterated one of god you've really blessed our souls refresh our mind you have, have made us revived god bless you so much for your time and everything god bless you too for coming tell us somebody that god bless you mention somebody's name tell the person god bless you god bless you god bless you god bless you, god bless you. God bless you. God bless you for coming. You have been blessed. I know God has restored, God has worked on things. You have things have changed. Hallelujah. Oh, tell somebody, God bless you. Tell somebody, God bless you. Glory to Jesus. God willing Thursday is another time. Somebody's another time. We are having a Holy Ghost meeting, believers meeting. We come to share. We come to express. We walk in the ministrations of the spirit. This is a ministry that we believe everything in the spirit is for every believer we don't have anyone who is in control he is not the he's not in control i'm the one that, no man is in control of any spiritual manifestation it's for everyone somebody say it's for everyone the things of the spirit is for every believer somebody say it's for every believer we don't do i'm the boss here you are the. you are no 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 we are all the same <laughs> we are we are brethren we are adelphos we are twin from the same womb we are we are two components from the same place. What I can do, you can do. What you can do, I can do. Are we in church at all? So meet us Thursday the same time, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. GMT, wherever you are, and let's be blessed. Hallelujah. Tell your friend, tell your neighbor that this Thursday is believers' time. Join us and be blessed. Tell the person, this Thursday is believers' gathering. Is the gathering of believers. Is the meeting place of believers. Join us and be blessed. Hallelujah. God is going to do is it's called a time of sharing a time of sharing yes 8 pm to 10 pm gmt this thursday believers gathering don't miss it god willing friday friday night is a special night somebody say a special night a night of possibility a night of wonders a night of miracle it is dubbed the god of what is left <laughs> what is left at all what is left at all God is not just the God of what is gone. God is not just a God of what is coming, but He is a God of what is left. <laughs> is it one thing that is left? Is it one book that is left? Is it one shoe that is left? Is it one coin that is left? Azuzala Matia. God is the God of what is left. Another service you cannot miss. It's a time of teaching, it's a time of prayer, it's a time of the administration of the spirit. You don't want to miss it. Hallelujah. So this week is power packed next week too, we are having our long chain hours in the Lord we call it online camp meeting it's also it's also accompanied by our Easter teaching marathon it's going to be very powerful next week from Monday to Saturday we are going to we are going to have camp meeting we're going to just like that we are going to teach us Monday evening Tuesday evening Wednesday evening Thursday morning Thursday evening friday morning friday evening saturday morning saturday evening it's going to be powerful i don't want you to miss it so wherever you are get ready next week it's going to be very powerful we are going to wait on the lord god is going to enlighten our heart with so much tenacity and strength for us to fulfill what he has given to us god bless you so much for coming around thursday don't miss it don't forget to share to like us to follow us everywhere you can find us on facebook on twitter on youtube on apple apps on google apps on by the grace of god we are now on amazon music glory to jesus glory to jesus you are now on amazon when you go there you can find us like us download the message and flow and let the lord bless you god bless you so much and god bless you that you have come around share with somebody invite somebody this thursday and let's meet god is going to bless you and lord keep you and walk in this faith may nothing quench this fire may we continually walk in this fire forever don't forget to read your written word read it every day say a prayer every day and the lord will keep you the lord bless you and keep you even in jesus name amen the last thing i want you to know is my name my name is Kufo. The lord bless you and give you i love you all bye bye